so good to see, see you all. I hope you had a good break and a refreshing rest. And I know there are many still, uh, still away. And uh, we've got people in Bali. We've got people in Indonesia. We've got people in America. We've got, and of course, all around uh, New Zealand. And as uh, Aaron said, Kyle and Grace are still away on honeymoon, if you want to find them, I think they're in the Coromandel. Uh, if you want to go and uh, knock on their door and go, hi, we're here. Um, but, you know, uh, again, too, just, uh, again, I pray you're feeling refreshed and, and rested and um, just, just full of, uh, uh, if you like, God's spirit ready to launch yourself into 2017. And of course, for us, we had the wedding. And so that was, that was amazing. And we got family from overseas. And it was really, uh, really exciting. But I just want to say just from a pastor and just, just from Adam and Anita, really thank you to all those who chipped in, helped out, volunteered and made it possible. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, all that different ones did to really make it a great day. So you're ready for the word? About three of you, I said, are you ready for the word? Yeah, come on, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that it is alive. We thank, I need to catch my breath after that, that I get into the gym, boy. Yeah, and so the, uh, Lord, we just thank you. Lord, we just pray that you would shift things, move things, encourage us, stir our hearts. Father God, we do not want to go out of this place the same way we came in. So God, strengthen us today in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. amen. I love the book of Proverbs, and this morning I want to begin by reading some Proverbs for you. If you're new to the Bible, I can tell you the Proverbs are quite a cool book to start with because there's like 31 Proverbs, so you can sort of go through the calendar month with one chapter of Proverbs each day. So if it's January 10th, you can look at Proverbs chapter 10 or 11 or 12 and so on. So there's like Proverbs for every day, and I want to read you some Proverbs that I've been reading that just sort of struck a chord in my heart this week as I was thinking about and preparing uh, for this. So if you've got your Bibles, you can turn in them. If not, it's on the screen. But I'm starting by reading Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3. And it says this, the integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Starting off with some light reading this morning. I'll say it again. The integrity of the upright will guide them. Everybody say guide them. It will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Proverbs 11 verse five says this, the righteousness of the blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. Proverbs 11 verse 6 says this, the righteousness of the upright will deliver them. Proverbs 10 verse 9 says, he who walks with integrity walks securely. Proverbs 13 verse 6 says, righteousness guards him. It guards him whose way is blameless. But wickedness overthrows the sinner. If I was to sum up this passage in a sentence or two and, and go, well, what is it trying to say? It would go like something like this. And, and, and Aaron sort of referred to that as he was speaking before. I, I would sum it up like this, all of these scriptures. The choices I make 
will affect the outcome of my life. Or the choices you make will affect the outcome of your life. I think Proverbs, these Proverbs are saying, if you and I choose to live right, do right, if you and I choose to walk with integrity, walk uprightly, those choices in and of themselves, the Proverbs tells me, will guide me, will direct my way. In the NIV, it says, will make a straight path for me. They will deliver me. In the NIV, it says, from trouble. They will enable me, these, these, these Proverbs tell that they will enable me to walk securely and that they will guard my life. They will guide me. They will direct my way. They will deliver me. They will enable me to walk securely and they will guard my life. Yet the Proverbs also tell us if you and I don't choose to live right, do right, walk with integrity, this too will affect the outcome of our lives. Now listen, I say this, all this to say, I say all that to say this. <laughs> Here we go. In 2017, amazing, incredible people of Connect Church make Right choices. Take the road less traveled. Take the high road. Don't take the low road. Well, everybody's doing it. Don't do what everybody's doing. Can I encourage you to make right choices? Take the high road. Don't take the low road. Take the road less traveled. On Facebook and social media, I've, I've noticed, and Aaron said it before, and people are declaring that 2017 is going to be your best year yet. But we also declared that in 2016. <laughs> Amen. Come on. Mm-mm. And again, at the end of 2016, Aaron said it. And social media says it. Your 2016 might have been rough and it might have been tough. And there might have been stuff that happened. I know in people's lives, stuff did, did happen. And people are declaring that, that this year will be your best year ever, that God's favor will be upon you. And when I hear that, I, I, I'm like, amen. And I hope you like, amen. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, I want it to be the best year ever. Can I hear an amen on that one? I mean, I want it. I'm believing God for it and desiring it. And I certainly believe it's important to declare and proclaim and to speak into our future with great faith and great hope. And I think we can, we can do that because we can, we can speak with great faith and great hope and declare it. Why? Simply because we have a great God. Come on. We have a great God who's able to do, my Bible says, immeasurably more than all you and I can ask or imagine according to his power. Everybody say power. Come on, say it like you believe in our power. 
that is at work within us. So of course we can declare that. Someone says, our future really is as bright as the promises of God are themselves. Our future is as bright as the promise of God. The scripture is full of great and precious promises for our lives. And of course, it's important to declare great faith and great hope over our situations and our uh, circumstances because hope too, we, we are to be hope merchants. We're to carry hope. As believers, as followers of Christ, we have this hope in us. And so that's important. Thomas Brooks said this hope, and hope is what Thomas Brooks said this, hope can see heaven through the thickest of clouds. That's what hope does. You can see heaven through the thickest of clouds. In fact, Thomas Fuller said, if it were not for hope, the heart would break. It's true, man. I mean, you think people will live without hope. There are so many people out there who live without hope, who live with broken hearts. And I, I praise God that we have a God who can give us a new heart. I praise God that we have a God who can take away our heart of stone and give us a heart of, oh my God, I'm preaching a heart of flesh and shift things in our lives. Hope some pearl in Proverbs 13 verse 12 says, hope deferred, hope lost. Makes the heart sick. But a longing fulfilled. It's a tree of life. It's a tree of life. It brings things to life in us. So I'm a great believer in speaking into a faith-filled future. And the beginning of the year, of course, is the, is the best time and place to do so. Why? Because it's a new genesis. It's a, a new beginning. It's like we, we have a blank canvas. Like Aaron said, no matter what, what's going on, it's like we start a and it's like, what are we going to paint? What am I going to dream? What am I going to put down there? It's, 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 it's like I, 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 I'm ready. I can grab my brushes and, and paint what this year will look like. Dream. Get a picture in my head and begin to work that out. That the beginning of the year really is the best time, a new genesis, a new beginning. But what does scare me sometimes, just sometimes, in all of this is that we as believers can treat such things like prophetic declarations like they're sort of, dare I say it, magic. What do I mean by that? It's like this blessing, this declaration, this, this favor will happen, uh, like it's going to happen automatically. It feels like sometimes people devoid themselves of any responsibility or involvement in how their 2017 will play out. Like its success is, is completely guaranteed depending on what God does and has nothing to do with the choices I make, the way I live, and what I do. And I think that's a mistake. I'm Pastor Adam, I love you, I'm trying to help you. You see, because I want you to succeed. 
I want this year to be awesome. I want you to have an amazing year. But I know. Why do I know? Because I've been doing this for a long time. I am old, but I look incredible. (laughs) How you live, the things you do, how you walk, the choices you make every day, big and small, good and bad, they will, not they might, they will affect how your 2017s. It turns out, regardless of any prophetic declaration. Now, I don't want to be a party pooper. I don't want to be a party pooper. But it's true. I mean, you make bad financial choices this year. You, 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 you start spending more than you earn and you get yourself into debt if you don't follow God's principles in the financial area of your life. Your 2017 is gonna be different. In the relationship areas of your life, if you hook up and shack up and then the relationship cracks up, <laughs> that's gonna affect how your 2017, come on, I'm preaching better than you're responding. That's going to affect how your 2017 turns out. If you in 2017 hook up with people and do relationships with people who are negative and gossips and pull downs and always complaining and grumbling, that's going to affect how your 2000, come on, I'm preaching. That's going to affect how your 2017 turns out. If you're going to hang around with people who suck the lies out of you, That's why it says in Proverbs, Proverbs 12, 26, it says, the righteous should choose his friends carefully. As they say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Friend, I want to tell you, your relationships, it's about choosing, right? And at the beginning of this year, you've got, maybe it's a time to say, man, what relationships are not building my life, but are rather pulling me down? Because those relationships will affect how your year turns out. And I'm not trying to be bad or make you sad, but what I'm trying to do is at the beginning of the year, maybe shake you a bit so you can stop and go, what do I need to shift? What do I need to change? This is a good time to do it. Those people who continuously, I mean, you try and encourage them and they'll just pull down. Don't hang around with people like that. Why? Because you want to be a life giver. And sometimes you got to tell people, I don't want to do that. I don't want to speak about that. I don't want to talk about that. It's the truth is God ain't into that either. And our marriage relationships. You're with your wife, Tapper. Go, honey, I love you right now. (laughs) And your marriage relationship. Friend, if you just think that things are going to continue just how it is and I can just... You know, be rude, grumpy, and do whatever it is. And, and, and uh, um, I'm not just talking about the men, amen. <laughs> I mean, that's just like, if you think, come on. <laughs> if you think, 
your relationship's going to build if you're not doing anything, working uh, towards it. Friends, your 2017 is going to turn out different regardless of any prophetic declaration that's been made over our life because the choices we make, the way I live, the way you live, the things that you do will affect your life. Quiet in this Anglican church. <laughs> Says your pastor, I want you to grow. I, I, I want you to do well. I want you to know God's blessing. I want you to know God's favor. I want you to know God's success. But you must understand that you play a significant part in how your year is going to turn out. How your turn 2017 is going to go for you. Your choices, your decisions, or your lack of choices and your lack of decision will affect your year's outcome. And I'm, I'm certainly not trying to hype you and I'm not trying to fight you. I'm just trying to be honest. Come on. So I'm trying to help you. Because here's what I know about 2017. Like every other year, it's going to throw stuff at you that you weren't expecting. I was on the golf course the other day and I was wondering, why is the golf ball getting bigger and bigger? And then it hit me. (laughs) But stuff's going to hit you. I never go to the golf course. I don't even know why people play golf. But stuff in 2017 is going to hit you. We're already, what is this, day 15? And I know that there are people right here, right now, stuff already has hit them. We're only 15 days in. What happens and it's going to be the best year ever. And already tragedy is struck and pain is hurt people. But life's like that. Stuff's going to hit you. In 2017, there are going to be trials, troubles, testings, tribulations, temptations. Just like every other year. But that's life. When things don't work out how you thought they would, it doesn't mean that God's abandoned you. In fact, the Bible tells us that He uses those things to develop us. He uses those things to mature us. It's like, God, where have you gone? He's right there. In the midst of it, in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death. James 1 says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you face trials, of many kinds, and hey, let's just, let's just face it, our trials come in many kinds. Can I hear an amen uh, on that? You, that's a promise we don't want to claim. They're just, they come in many kinds. What affects you doesn't really affect someone else. What gets you doesn't get somebody else, but they come in many kinds because you know, and I hope you know, you know, I think many Christians don't know, but now you know, You know that the testing of your faith produces what? Perseverance. 
Let perseverance, let it stop fighting it. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Stuff happens. Is it a wedding? I was wedding, but I was at a wedding. It's my daughter's wedding. Is that a wedding last week? And, you know, that was amazing. It was a great day. And the, you know what the weather's been like. Welcome to England, everybody. That's what the summer's been like. But if you're from England, sorry. But last Saturday, the weather was good. We woke up because it had been terrible. The day, days before, and we're like, you know, Anita's like, we're clear the weather up. And, the wedding went beautiful, but there were things behind the scenes. There were trials. You know, the wedding's meant to be that beautiful time, but I want to tell you, there were some trials. There were some tribulations that went on behind the scenes in that wedding, and we're only like a few days into the new year. I don't know whether you're aware of this, but Anita cooked for everybody, and the sisters cooked for everybody at the wedding for 118 people, and they've been cooking for days and days. Our house smelled like an Indian restaurant, amen. It was just, it was their onions. And again, again, every bit of our clothes, all the things, I mean, they're cooking. I mean, kilos, kilos, kilos. And so anyway, they did cook 10 kgs of uh, uh, chicken curry, and it was ready, and when it was there, we put it away in the fridge, and on the day, we had a couple of hours before the wedding. We went in, we shifted all the food to where it was going to be so I could get all ready. We went to check the curry and something was wrong. (laughs) Something had gone terribly wrong. It had gone off. I'm telling you that now after you've eaten it, those who were there. (laughs) So I said, ah, just serve it anyway. Trust pray over it. I didn't know that. (laughs) But it had gone. So Anita's like standing there going, I think I'm going to cry. I'm a man, and I think I was going to cry. <laughs> no, I was a man, and I, 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 I just said, dear, because I, I, I got to make it this, I said, dear, you cannot cry now. We have two hours. We need to make a decision. Do we go to the Indian restaurant and order 50 kilos of buttered chicken, or do we right now start again and order 10 kilos and really start the process? And it was like one of those things on MasterChef, you know? Like we're, we're, they're doing the interview and the person's crying and the, the, dish, the dish was just not coming out there. Well, it's, it's a South African master chef. I don't know. I was trying to do Australian master chef. Can't do it. Can't do it. Tough accent to get that one. But, you know, they're having an interview. They're having an interview and oh, the chicken curry didn't, uh, didn't work out. And we made a decision that moment, two hours to go before the wedding, we're going to cook that chicken curry again. We went into action stations, coin new world. And it was like, Master Chef, your time starts now. You've got to cook for 118 people. Your time starts now. So I tell you what, we were throughout New World, we're getting home, we're getting pots and gas things. And then we decided to cook it in Gia's house because we couldn't cook it in our house because our house was full of women who were getting ready and putting their makeup on and, and, and wiping their makeup up and those tissues became an issue. I can tell you, I'm going to tell you. And, and so they're putting their makeup on. We couldn't do it because everything would smell of chicken curry. You know, Kyle, Kyle would be like, what's that? And so in two hours, she made chicken curry. Come on, give her a hand and all the people and turn over to winning and woo. Come on, like, and trials, things don't work out how you thought they would. Wedding was amazing. The next day, I walk into my garage and I see a light flashing on my wall that I've never seen before. 
That light is flashing. I went over to her and said, what is that? Because I need my glasses. I look at it, and it was a thing saying high-level alert. <laughs> high-level alert? What is high-level alert? Then I realized, you see, the way our house is a little bit low, and so we have to take our wastewater and all the other stuff. We have to take our wastewater, and we, it has to be pumped up. And so I realized when it's saying, I've got a thousand liter tank in the ground. And that was, when it says high level alert, it means the pump ain't working. Amen. <laughs> and the tank is filling up and it's reached a high level alert. Because stuff happens in life. Come on. Some of you are going to reach situations this year where you're going to have a high level alert where stuff's going to be coming at you and it ain't going like you thought it should. I'm preaching good. And so I, I'm calling the plumber and I do an emergency call to the plumber because I didn't know how high the level, it's never happened before, I didn't know. And of course, that, the, the issue was all the tissues that the girls are wiping their makeup and putting it down like, shh, shh, shh. oh, I don't like that makeup. Oh, shh, shh. Sometimes life, see, Tom's coming up, he's trying to stop me right now. He's trying, <laughs> stop him, stop him. Yeah. But, like, but I called the, the, the plumber and he came and he took off the lid and yeah, it was, there was a high, it was definitely a high level <laughs> alert. And I had to call JB's, who's number one with the number twos and they came and they sat, you know, Arr! and it was their first day back at the job. So they thought this is going to be an easy job. Thousand liter tank, do it. And then the guys, he did that and cleaned it and, and, and yeah, we got rid of all the tissues and issues that were, uh, were there. And the guy's putting the lid back on and he drops a big bolt down in the tank. He's like, this day ain't going like I thought it would. How can you play soft music behind that? That's a, <laughs> so it goes down, goes down and of course that in, in the end, he had to say, I'm going in to get it. But life throws stuff at you that you didn't think yeah. would happen or life where throws stuff at you that just, <laughs> I didn't expect that. Shane lost his uncle. He's in Lake Rotoweedy and jumped out, his hat blew off and tried to swim out. To get it, his partner couldn't restart the boat. The two meter swell, and they got separated. His life jacket came off, and he drowned. Found the body, I think, yesterday or day before. Darren Putt's mum died this morning. Life's gonna throw stuff at you. But here's the thing. In the midst of all of that stuff, the life will throw you. If we choose, if you choose to live right, do right, walk with integrity, upright, walk uprightly, those choices in and of themselves, the Proverbs tell me, will guide you direct your way. They will deliver you in trouble. 
They will enable you to walk securely. And those decisions will guard your life. You know, for us all to get God's best out of 2017, I don't think it's rocket science. We just need to get the basics right. Pastor, where where can I start? Well, you can start with the, the choice to seek Him first. Matthew 6 verse 33 says, Seek first the kingdom and His righteousness and all these things, all the other stuff that life brings you will be taken care of as well. The New Living Translation, it says this, Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Above all else and live righteously and He will give you everything you need. I was reading the Proverbs 14 this morning and a verse jumped out at me and I quickly wrote it down. Proverbs 14, verse 14 in the 14, Proverbs 14, verse 14 in the modern King James Version. It says this, the backslider in heart will be full of his own ways. The backslider in heart will be full of his own ways. What are we full of? You've been seeking your own ways. Maybe it's time to seek him first. To put God in that number one place. That's a good starting point. Maybe for today. And before we close, I want to give an opportunity for people to put him.